So, great news, everyone. Um, any further show that we do, including this one, we're no longer coming from just the perspective of analysts of the UFC and of MMA. We're also coming from you with a perspective of owners of the UFC um, and the greatest company in all of MMA because, of course, Blake and I have invested into the UFC parent company and hey, um, Dana White, I am really happy to be uh, doing business with you and be your brand new business partners. So I, I think we deserve a, a lot more respect here, Blake, and uh, here's to making some money. Here's to our company, UFC, right? Is That's how socks work, right? No? I don't think so. But ah. you know, it's nice. To, it's nice to. It's nice to think it, it works like that, right? I, do, I, I wouldn't mind talking about it for a sec. Uh, it's funny. We both. I think we both bought in. Yeah, we got uh, four shares of Endeavor. Right around twenty-four. Mine. I bought mine at twenty. It's about hundred bucks. Now it's up to thirty dollars. Yeah. Now it's we already made money. Thirty dollars and eighty cents. Right. So making three dollars twenty-four cents per share. Endeavor to the moon, baby. Let's go. Not bad. <laughs> let's go. Let's make some cash money it, on it, that. It went up just. I think it went up like two dollars today. So. Ooh. We're making but, money, but you know we are in the business of making money. I'm a businessman doing business. I just business. thought it was ridiculous the fact that it it opened at twenty-four. Um, there's no way it's not going to get higher than that. No. They're, they're partnered with you know the biggest you know digital multimedia with the ESPN. company in the world espn and Blake, it's, it's almost like mma is the fastest growing sport in the entire world it could be i mean it's it, it from a from my standpoint i think it's still fairly new and it's still fairly uh, a niche sport we're only going somewhere up. some something that people kind of have to be introduced to you, you mm -hmm. can't really i mean nowadays you can find it on your own back yeah. in the day Oh, it was, it's, a, it was a little bit more tough, right? Well, Blake, how am I going to find channels. tapes of it? Get the VHS of, of exactly. the UC cards. Nowadays, it's so much more, you know, uh, uh, available, available yeah. readily available to us. So, yeah, it's just, I think it's just going to shoot up more hey, and more and more. I am extremely happy about this. So, go out and buy more socks so it drives my sock prices up, please. Uh, um, please and thank you on that one. But, of course, I'm your host, Ross Allen, joined alongside by UFC correspondent Blake Campbell. And Blake, how are we feeling after this UC Vegas 25 card where uh, Yuri Pajaka, your guy, Yuri Pajaka, uh, Blake's debut of the year of 2020, Yuri Pajaka, uh, just went out and put on the show. How are we feeling? He's making me look pretty good, you know? He is? Can't, uh, <laughs> can't complain, but um, man, yeah, what a, what an entertaining card. I, I thought it was it actually did a lot better than I expected it to do. Yeah, it, it exceeded expectations um, for me, and so super thrilled about that, and... Before we get into the first topic of this show, which is Triller, looking to uh, come after some pirates uh, from their Asker and Paul fight, let's thank our sponsors of the show. Of course, the first one, scgsubs.com for all your pre-workout needs and some real bitchin' deals almost any time of the year. I swear, they just went from a BOGO to just pay for shipping deal on like up to five orders of this stuff. So... Really great stuff from them. It tastes great. There's none of that drop-off. There's none of the jitters. And also, the green apple flavor is really, really good. Um, I'm a huge fan of that stuff, and I don't even really drink that much caffeine. Um, also, for all your sports prop betting needs, you know, the MLB, the NBA, and the NHL are in full swing right now. And so, head on over to ThriveFantasy.com, get your prop betting set up, and if you deposit $20 or up to $50, they will match you dollar per dollar once you use the promo code Fourth and Long. And of course, for just a dollar a month, gets you on our prestigious Patreon list and member of our supporters. So go on over to patreon.com slash fourth and long to get started today. But Blake, the first thing I want to tell you about is, I don't know if you saw this, but trailer, you know, um, Dana White earlier in this year in January for that for that Connor and Dustaport A2 card, he comes out saying, oh, we're going to get you streamers. We're going to start taking them down one by one. And nothing happened. Well, no, he threatened that one guy, right? Yeah, I, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. He said that one guy apologized, so we got that. But now, a trailer is uh, the boxing promotion that did Askren versus Paul. There's, they said they may say the word they're going to go quote come after anyone who pirated that fight and sue them. And this is <laughs> even Dana White is slapping at this. Who actually buys <laughs> that they're going? <laughs> come on, man. Come on, <laughs> really. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty ridiculous situation, but. Uh. I, it's 
there's going to probably be some things that happen. You know, there's, you there's wheels that are set in motion, I think, where they're going to try and figure out a way to, you know, make it more difficult for streamers. I don't know how that's even possible. I'm not mm -hmm. super tech savvy and into Maybe. that type of stuff. So I, I can't even really speak on what could be done. Mm -hmm. But um, I have noticed it gets a, it was a little tougher to, you know, Maybe I shouldn't say anything, actually. Ah, well, no, no, because don't, we don't... I don't want to get sued by Triller, bro. <laughs> oh, Triller. I, I watched that legally, Triller. Oh. You ain't going to get me got. Hey, we, we're not confessing to anything. I did not partake in the legal streaming of the Askren versus Jake Paul card, and I do never... I, I never partake in the legal streaming of any UFC cards. Never. Never. Dana? Hopefully, the, hopefully there's never. not one of them body language experts uh, that are going to... <laughs> analyze our show analyze our our show you know hey if they want to give us an extra view go ahead man <laughs> you you do you man but blake it the thing is though is at least with ufc and pirate streamings we're owners of that company i believe we should have a little more leeway yeah when it comes to it yeah we'll be all right now where's our discount dana damn it that's all i want but let's get past that stupid fake news i get well technically it's real news just fake Threats is what it is. But UFC Vegas 25, a card that exceeded both of our expectations and actually had a very good, fun night watching this. Um, this is, of course, one of the first couple fights on the main card. Um, solid undercard, but the main card was fantastic, uh, I would say. With uh, Murab and Sean Strickland. They look great in their fights, both getting decision wins. And they're both looking to move up the ranks of their prospective divisions. Uh, Marab might be breaking into the top 10 of the bantamweights. And then Sean Strickland, he was entering number 15 of the middleweights. He beats a L-ranked fighter, but he looks good. He might be able to get up a few spots. Maybe, maybe a notch or so. Maybe get ahead of Brad Tavares right there at 14. What do you think of these two scraps? I thought I was yeah. Marab is a is a really good one thirty five er. I mean mm -hmm. he's he's kind of got the whole complete package. I feel like he's not the most. Um, I guess he doesn't have the most tools in the shed when it comes to standing up. Mm -hmm. But man, he is like a, a mini Habib almost, <laughs> dude in the in the one thirty five pound division. And Cody Stamen, I'm pretty sure is a guy that prides himself on his wrestling pedigree. Yeah, and he almost got ragdolled a little bit, dude. Like. Marab was kind of throwing him around a little bit, like doing those uh, like judo type throws and just mm -hmm. slamming him on his head. It was, it was really impressive. And I think uh, Marab, wasn't it thirty twenty sevens or was it twenty nine twenty eights unanimous? I think it's twenty nine twenty eights. I didn't really think I didn't really think Cody won a round. To be honest, I thought uh, I thought Marab kind of took it to him the whole well, fight. It was a close. It fight. was competitive. It, it was Don't com get me wrong. Yeah, it was a com it was a competitive. The thirty twenty seven, you know, but Cody didn't offer him anything. You know, like there was really no problems on Murad's no. side. So, so man, and he, then Sean for Sean Strickland, that guy, he, uh, man, I don't know, like he's everything is. It just seems like it doesn't take very much. You know, like his movements mm. are so, uh, like just effortless. Sharp, you know, effortless. Like yeah. he just he just kind of goes out there and touches dude, touches him, <laughs> touches him. But it's like you know that's kind of. You know that's kind of affecting him, um, and and yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That Brendan Allen knockout's looking more and more legit every single time I see this guy step in the cage. Right. So, shout mean, out Sean Strickland. Dude, Brendan Allen was—he's a tough mother too. So Sean Strickland, he, uh, I just like how fluid he is in the octagon. It looks like he's not thinking. It just looks like it's off of instinct, and it is a kind of a. a less tenured fighter a less of a veteran fighter uh for him to do this at a relatively young kind of spot in his career it he could be climbing up that middleweight division here uh, at least in 2021 if he puts on another couple uh, performances like he's been yeah. doing so now i have a question for you because you skipped mm -hmm. over the prelims mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think about the ronda marcos upkick on luana pinheiro <sighs> Felder had some uh, hmm. interesting commentary on that. I liked his. I liked what he had to say about that. Definitely a a tough tough situation, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, if if you want to call it that, but uh, it, it's justified. Let me put mm -hmm. it that. Way. It wasn't the most egregious. Now, now say that came from John Anik or something like that. Then mm -hmm. I'm. I think people would have a little bit more of a raised eyebrow. But since it's mm -hmm. coming from someone who's probably been in that position before yeah you know like multiple times yeah and he's seen that seen that position on t whether it be tv in person in the gym whatever like i i think paul felder has the right to give his opinion yes even though it may not be 
you know, favorable for that fighter, and it might, <laughs> you know, put her uh, medal in question, I guess. Yeah. Now, Blake, just for those that haven't heard what um, Paul Felder said, may you please kind of kind of. So basically, he was saying that she might have been Aljamain Sterling it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe essentially that's essentially what it was um because so the, here's the thing right? uh, it's on the slow motion replay you could tell like she didn't get hit with and i and i hate speculating on yeah. whether or not people are you know faking it same thing with the aljermaine fight like it, mm-hmm. it's uh, i it was, was aljermaine definitely hit? looked a lot worse for sure was this an illegal hit that ronda threw absolutely but did, did you do you really think that that kick was going to knock someone out like that? Especially how she caught herself. It, I've never seen no. someone get knocked out and catch themselves. And I don't want to be, be like super speculative and just kind of. I'm just spitballing here, okay? But I mean, Randa Marcos, a ten and twelve and one fighter. You think she might be trying to get a win in any way possible with a record like that? Yeah. Hmm. By rule. I guess you could. I'm okay with the disqualification, but I, I think a little. It's safe to say it's a little fishy. You, you think? Is that fair? Oh, and she was winning that fight too. I mean, if she was really rocked, yeah, then like let's stop it. But I don't know. She was she was dominating that fight, so it was it was weird. I it was like the complete opposite um, outcome wise of the Aljamain like where it was headed. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of weird for her to just be like, nah, I'm cool. I'm not going to fight, which is why, right. <laughs> in my opinion, I was like, okay, maybe she really is hurt, you mm-hmm. know, because why wouldn't she want to keep dominating that girl unless she was actually, you know, a little hurt. And mm-hmm. I only brought this up because I wanted to just yeah. see how, where your head was at and, mm-hmm. and bring it to light to, to the, to the community. I, I think we're uh, somewhat on the same page here. It's a little fishy, but yeah. we're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna always give the fighter the benefit of the doubt of until they start doing crazy stuff yeah. like Aljamain. And know? also, I've never been there before, so I don't really have. I don't, I don't I know hope, what it feels I like. I hope you never get there, bro. Thank don't you. Ever, I, hey, don't Blake, ever get up kicked. You um. The, the only person I would want to get up kicked by is by you. Well, I'm and then a we just player, and we just got get on camera though for the views. I don't know, dude. I might take your chin. Hey. If you take my chin, that's that's Sweet like chin music, bro. Hey, that's just views right there, Blake. That's all I'm here. My hand is pulled right now, though, so we gotta wait a couple weeks before I can do that. <sighs> Unbelievable. Sorry. Let's keep on getting hurt, but let's go on into the. No, dude, I'm an old man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, oh, it's tough, man. Let's run to the next fight though, because I'm Kutalaba versus uh, um, Dustin Ewan. Jacoby. Ewan. E- Ewan. My bad. Ewan. That's I, apparently that's how you say it. I've been saying I. Um, I've in um. Broadcast was very, very uh, repetitive with the Ewan. Well, I, 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 that's fair. I'm just kind of maybe going a little more of a, uh, uh, of a uh, different, uh, you know, pronunciation with that going one. A different route. You're just gonna you disrespect just, just, Ewan, bro. I, I, I no, not disrespect because you want I want him to grab your head. I don't want him to grab my head because if he grabs my head, my hat is coming off. But I'm going almost like a little more chael son and kind of vibe you know chael p son and the p stands for enunciation yeah. uh but with kutalaba uh with this one chael can pull it off though bro i don't know if you got that respect. well it's because i'm not from the mean streets of western oregon okay so yeah, i yeah, I, have, I have nothing to stand on uh kutalaba though this was one hell of a fight and i'm okay with this ending up as a split decision draw because kutalaba he gets that 10-8 in the first round Mm-hmm. Then Jacoby comes back in the last two. It was a very impressive kind of comeback from from Jacoby in this. I was super impressed. That he yeah. didn't even get knocked down in the first round. Uh, I think was the biggest uh, kind of moment for him. I think a lot of people in that right. position would quit. You right, know? especially with the guy as strong as Ewan on you and mm-hmm. like just those elbows, dude. That he was just boom. Oh my gosh, man! I was like, man, that looks like it hurts. I don't know how he survived that, but Kutalaba, he got close. He almost ran into the same problem he ran with into with uh, Magomed on Antika- uh, a clock. Ankalov. Ankalov, man. Ankalov. Um, there we go. I, I can finally spit it out. Um, I swear some of these names, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but he almost ran into the same problem where he's almost like getting... Uh, can, can you call it a... Uh, maybe just getting a little too crazy in there. Maybe letting loose a little too much. Uh, can, would you be able to call it that? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think he definitely suffered a little bit. Um, he kind of blew his load in the first round, mm-hmm. you know? Um, he had a dominating, dominating 10-8 first round. Look, I mean, he, it, he, he, there it is. It, it, here, Blake. He almost Cody Garbranted it. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. he, he had eight takedowns in that first round. Dude, mm. at 205, if you have eight takedowns, you are freaking <laughs> – 
you are an animal, bro. Like it's you're good. using a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, and I don't even know how many takedowns he attempted. I just know that he was sec- he secured eight takedowns. Yeah, he did. And then put heavy, brutal ground and pound. So I know for a fact you're already going to be winded going into that second round. Mm-hmm. You got five minutes to deal with that stand up, and you can't really. He, remember, he tried to uh, he tried to engage in some takedowns in the yeah. second round. Couldn't pull him off because he just he didn't tired, have that man. strength anymore. You know, he was manhandling Jacoby mm-hmm. in that first round, and then after that. Second, third round, it seemed there was no, there was really no problem for Jacoby anymore. He was getting the underhooks anytime he got pressed against the cage. Was able to reverse it, kept you know the pressure on Ewan with his with his uh, striking. So yeah, like you said, man, impressive way to respond uh, by Jacoby. And do you think maybe like where do they go from here? They run it back. Do you think they're going to go get a couple more fights somewhere else? It wouldn't be the worst thing to run it back. I I'm not sure if there's a more exciting fight for the than for but then the the iffy thing is is that Kutalaba is running to back to back times where he's just had rematches rematches yeah that's he's so, just the rematch boy he yeah he yeah, I can't feel bad for Kutalaba though because in his first fight with with Magomed um that was a really bad stoppage so he deserved the rematch and now you get a a split decision draw so even closer. And though I, th- I a rematch is justified. If they did the rematch, would I complain? Hell no. Um, if they went and did uh, separate and like went their separate ways, would I complain? Yeah, probably not. Depending on the I'd matchups. almost rather them do their own thing for a little bit and then mm-hmm. come back to it. Like, let's see if you guys can work on some things, progress a little bit, and then mm-hmm. if you guys are still like in the same area in, in in terms of ranking, let's run it back. Yeah. Like I think an you're right. I think an immediate rematch would be a little silly. Yeah. Um, but from a, a, a kind of making sense perspective probably not it's probably not the best thing to go but just from a, a pure fight perspective Blake in terms of entertainment yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that uh, that's the kind of the way you got to plan out some of these fights and then the next one was your guy Cub Swanson and this was one of um, I mean these uh, Kutalaba and Jacoby Blake Spanger uh, Giga and Cub Swanson Blake Spanger it's almost like you uh, know a thing or two Blake on, on these fights but Giga, Except for that man. one week, bro. That one week I sucked. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. Well, it's because like half of them ended up not happening anyway. Yeah, so. dude, it was bad. You were cursed. It was just it was a little bit of a curse that week. We've broken the curse already. We're it's back good. to normal. We're back okay. to normal. But Giga finishing Swanson a minute to the fight with kicks to the body. Oh, my. dude, I, I there's not too much to talk about this fight because not much happened. Giga mm-hmm. went there. He landed like three really hard kicks to Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson went down and finished with a little ground to pound. And Giga is legit. He is absolutely legit. Yeah. I mean, it was just a perfectly placed liver shot, you know, with that body kick. Yeah. And, I mean, I've, I haven't experienced that, but from what all the experts say, Paul Felder, all those guys, they say basically once once that hits, shut down. you just shut down. And, and Cub Swanson is a tough Tough mother, man. Oh yeah, that goes without even saying. Yeah. Man, we all, everyone knows about Cub. Come on, you, you see the tats. Cub, you need, you need to get your life together. <laughs> um, or just but, listen to the show more often. Yeah, just you know, subscribe, drop a like, follow us on Twitter <laughs> and stuff. Um, but no, I mean, Giga. I didn't really know what to expect from the guy, right? I mm-hmm. thought, uh, I knew his striking was going to be phenomenal mm-hmm. because he's a kickboxer. But I, I kind of thought Cub might be able to, you know, get into his, uh, get into the punching range and maybe. You know, throw to string together a few takedowns, try and, you know, tire him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but he didn't even get that chance. You know, Giga is just, he was on fire that night, man. So sharp. It was like he was a sniper. You know, mm-hmm. he just, he had his targets already, like, scoped out, and then he just executed, man. A guy that operates like a sniper is also the guy that Giga called out after this. He calls out, he's looking for the honor and the privilege to fight Max Holloway. Would you call Max Holloway a sniper? I would call him a machine gun. Oh, well, can you have a, can we do a sniper machine gun combo? We can mod it, right? Mod it, yeah. Make it like, it's like if you take a sniper and and you just add automatic fire and and a a bell fed magazine to it, that's, I mean, Holloway's a combo of both because he throws it in absolute flurry and he just hails you with punches, but each one of them lands exactly where they need to land. That's why Max Holloway is the best boxer 
in the UFC, and it is not close. Um, but he called out Max Holloway. Of course, the title picture for the featherweight division is going to be a little bit on hold due to Max Holloway uh, or due to Brandon Ortega and Volkanovski's fight being pushed back till after this uh, next season of the Ultimate Fighter. So that's going to take place later this year. I think uh, Max Holloway, he's their number one uh, contender. But um, I feel like Max would be down for a scrap like this. I don't know, man. You see where Giga's ranked? Yeah. You think the number 14 guy deserves to call out the number one contender? He doesn't deserve to, but I'm just talking. Logistically. All right, all right, let's break down. I like classing. Like, logistically. I see your face. I don't like your face. Uh, your face is making me feel stupid, and I probably deserve it. But from a pure... It's, towards, it's towards Giga. Oh, I mean, okay. Props to him uh-huh. for calling Max out, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Everyone wants that fight. Yeah. Except for probably Calvin Cater. Uh, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> no, Calvin um, Cater still wants it. I know, he, I saw that. He's he crazy. Said he, he said he's he wants crazy. to get that rematch in. So I respect him. him. I respect him. But, I mean, dude, just logistically man like you're never gonna the number one is never gonna fight them and i could be wrong maybe he's gonna sign a bout agreement tomorrow but i just think there's jair rodriguez in front mm-hmm. of him there's chan has he fought korean zombie yet i don't know um, uh, the korean zombie and uh, dan ige have their scrap right. finalized so that I one's think going there's down so many other options for max maybe, Holloway to go and edson Barboza could be fun edson's fighting uh or no he shane no, burgos right yeah that's right he's going with shane yeah. burgos um Arnold I, I just think Giga has a couple more steps to take, man. He's got a, what I wouldn't mind seeing mm-hmm. him do is maybe fight a Sadiq Yusuf, mm. fight some, maybe an Arnold Allen, even mm-hmm. if you want to go super higher, because he's number seven now. Yeah. Uh, I just think you you gotta put one or two more wins together before you can call out, you know, a title can uh, eliminator basically mm-hmm. or a title shot because this is just yes, is Giga legit mm-hmm. for sure? But I still want to see him go up against like someone that has a decent wrestling pedigree, maybe someone that can just bring some more tools mm-hmm. to the table. No offense against Cub, but, you know, I, I don't know if he's in his prime anymore, um, just being honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, he still puts on great performances, but yeah. let's just be real. He, he's number 15 for a reason. Mm-hmm. He's not beating the elite guys anymore. So I want to see Giga get climb, the, climb those ranks a little more, maybe fight a Bryce Mitchell, who freaking knows, because mm-hmm. Bryce Mitchell's number 11. I still need to see Bryce Mitchell's camo venom shorts. So... I just think that there's a lot more options out there mm-hmm. than uh, than Max Holloway. I think it's just one or two fights too soon. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. That's a point I could get behind. But I think at this point, you're only just delaying the inevitable of him climbing up the ranks. Because he's going to do it. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take for him to do that. But, you know, one of those kind of lower tier kind of fights, I would I'd be happy with that. But, man, Giga is going to be a problem. Then another guy who's not going to be a problem, Blake... He is a problem to the entire light heavyweight division. That's Yuri Projaka. Because he didn't just, he not necessarily dismantled Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes had some good points in this fight. Like, yeah. like he had his moments. Both of the guys were rocked um, at, at one point or another. One dude, one time, uh, Dom hit him uh, coming in and kind of gave him a little chicken dance a little bit. Yeah. He got him going on the chin. Both those guys. Look good. I, I mean, it's not like Don looked bad. Yuri just looked like... He just like, ran into a monster truck. Yeah, he's just, he's just something else, man. Yuri Pajaka lands the third ever spinning elbow knockout in UFC history. And that was... I it Right now, it is the favorite for knockout of the year, hands mm-hmm. down, uh, with that one. Or... Oh, that or Corey Sanhagen. It's going to be tough. Dude. Oh. Flying knee. Yeah. Oh. Flying knee is pretty good, too. The, against we, we already have some really good contenders right, right? now, and it's only, I, it's only I th- May. I think those are my top two. Those are my top two right now. I guess I it, so. if I do a third, I would say Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor, not because there's a... If Sandhagen got the knockout on uh, Marlon Marais. Oh, yeah. With with the spinning, you know, heel kick. Uh-huh. That would have been that would have been my top, but since I think, he, so. I think it was it was ruled a TKO because he kind of ground and pounded him afterwards. Yeah, but so. those those are definitely top two. Would I would like to know which one you guys think has been the better knockout with uh, Corey Sanhagen's flying knee or Yuri Pajaka's spinning elbow? Let's make a poll on Twitter about I, it. I, it will be out there. Just keep your eyes out, and the best way to keep your eyes out for that is by just following us at Fourth Long Radio on Twitter or at Fourth and Long Radio on Instagram. Links are in the bio if you are on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, just go to the Fourth and Long. Com. 
and all the links will be on our website. But Blake, let's talk next fights for these guys. Yuri up first. Now, I have a, a few fights in mind. I just want to see which one you think would be best. Um, so right now, uh, before we're going into this fight, before the new rankings uh, are released from the UFC, Yuri Prajaka currently sits at number five in the light heavyweight division. Um, so I have a couple things I would like to throw out there. One of them being, he, let's just go up the list of the people ahead of him. He could have Tiago Santos, who's at number four. He could have Alexander Ratchik, that uh, debatably he probably should have lost to Anthony Smith in that in split decision. Um, so I don't know why he's ahead of Tiago Santos, but whatever, so be it. It, it is kind of weird, huh? When I when I saw today, like, because I haven't really been keeping up with the rankings too yeah. much in my heavyweight. It's surprising, yeah, I, isn't it? I, I saw Rockich as number two. I was like, damn, really? Wait, but really? It's, it's because of when he beat Smith. He took Smith's ranking. Yeah. So it's understandable. Still questionable. Or, hell, we can just go the fast build, Blake, and just give Yuri the winner of Glover versus Yon. It sounds like that's the direction that the brass wants to take. I, I think that's the direction you should take. He's hot. You strike while the fire is hot. And but the only mm, thing that sucks mm. is I think that Glover and uh, Blahovich are fighting in September. I think it's targeted for. Mm-hmm. And those are some big dudes, dude. When big dudes throw down, I, I think you get hurt a little bit. So if they throw down in September, October, November, yeah. I mean, De- December is maybe the – and that is a really quick turnaround for a champion. Yeah. For a December fight, you're probably targeting more like the February March time at that at that point. And mm-hmm. what it's it's that would be that would mean it's about ten months where he's not going to fight. So I want to see him fight. That was the thing. Yeah, uh, um, I don't think the kind of man he is the one that screams in the forest uh, just cause. It's <laughs> my, my boy, dude. He's. I need to see that the lead up because we have a guy that goes and swims and screams in the level forest. And then the champion of that division right now is a guy that found a hanky man in the forest yeah. and goes to touch rope. So how about, Blake, hear me out, hear me out, put the octagon in the forest. I'd be down. <laughs> Why not? Ooh, what if you make it out of trees? And then the, the loser just has to be hung? Yes. No, I don't think so. But the, the loser. Oh, okay. So, so if Yon wins, then then Yuri gets hanged. But if Yuri wins, then Yon has to be drowned into the lake that Yuri swims in. That could be fair. Like a fight to the death, right? I. I Oh, sweet! I, I think this games is some pro wrestling kind of uh, kind of grounds right here. Maybe need to back it off a little bit, but hey, you know, let's have some fun. But so, do you think out from a fight perspective? Um, well, I would like to see him beat the brakes off of Alexander and prove that he doesn't deserve that number yes. two spot. That's what I. That's what I. That's what I would personally. Uh-huh. I agree a thousand percent. I would yeah. like to see Rockage versus Yuri. Roshaka, even though there's a lot at stake, mm-hmm. really for both of them. Yeah, but it, it would legitimize both of their claims. Yeah, and I think Yuri, I think Yuri busts that boy up. I think he messes him up. I, I, I really do. Busts him up because Rockich has amazing kicks, mm-hmm. but I don't think Yuri Yuri is just gonna swarm him. No, um, and then that's why the whole thing. There's some questions saying, can Yuri win the title in 2021? Just pure off of logistics. It's extremely unlikely. Yeah, yeah. If the if, if, if the Yana in if the Yana Glover fight was closer to like August, July, maybe July. August. Yeah, then I'd say there's a good chance, but yeah. But since it's not, there's there's probably not a chance, mm-hmm. unfortunately, for him to get a title shot. I mean, and with Glover and Yana octagon, there's a good chance that someone is going to sleep, whether yeah. it be Glover choking someone out or whether it be Yana knocking someone out. That's just breaking someone's nose, right? That, it's just the way things go. But for the other guy in this fight, Dominic Reyes, he has lost three fights in a row now. The first loss of his career coming at the hands of John Jones in a very, very questionable decision that a lot of the people scored for Reyes. I personally d- didn't. I gave it three rounds to two for John Jones. Is that what, isn't that what you you did too, Blake? Yeah, I had Jones winning that fight. Yeah, uh, but obviously super close. And there's no debating that. 
But he's been on slick because he lost to John Jones. He gets his head bounced off the canvas against Jan Blachowicz in the Polish power. And now he gets his head hit with a spinning elbow and bounced off the canvas in that way against Yuri Pajaka. So he needs... I'm saying that it wouldn't be the worst thing to give him a, a quote, pick-me-up fight um, yeah. for, for his next one. Biz, I'm thinking... I was looking at the rankings and just seeing what we can do here. Um, I think... Anthony Smith and Magomed Ankalaev would be a very tough night at the office for him. Um, Smith it could be a good fight um, stylistically. Um, so those are the 6th and 7th guys just going down the rankings. Um, he he shouldn't fight anyone at the top 5 at this point. He, he already fought number 8 ring Vulcan Ozdemir um, and beat him, obviously. I think we go maybe Nikita Krylov. Hmm... He could, yeah. I don't think I don't think Dom's gonna fight for a while. I don't mm-hmm. think he. I don't know if he's even gonna fight again this year. I kind of feel bad for him, dude. He's had like three losses in a row and one that he doesn't consider one. But it's like, dude, you still lost. Yeah, but and he's only gone up against murderers. And he's yeah, he's only gone against yeah. straight killers. So Sorry. it's that's just kind of the way it goes sometimes when when you're at the you know when you're swimming with the sharks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to get bit, you know? The only problem is that 12-0 record is looking a little suspect at this point. But he's beat some phenomenal people. I mean, yeah. don't forget, he beat Weidman. Yeah. He beat, he's beaten some studs, man. So I, It's a really weird position for his career to be in. Yeah. He, yeah. He's in a tough spot now, man. He's yeah. he's really in a tough spot. He And it, it seems like he's going through so much change mm-hmm. all the time. Like, if you watch the UFC Destin, yeah. he talks about how he switched everything up when he, you know, uh, got to the championship fight against John Jones. He, he decided like, oh, I got to be like these certain guys now. All these champions train this certain way. I need to go like that. Mm-hmm. And then gets his ass kicked by Jan Blahovich. And then mm-hmm. he goes and changes back to how he used to be before. Mm-hmm. You know, And I just think there's just so much motion right now. He's, clearly, he's a little unsure of himself. Uh, yeah, it, it just kind of sucks. I think he needs to take some time off, yeah. reevaluate, and and yeah, get a, get a lower level opponent so you can get yeah. your, you know, but you your can't, confidence back. There's no denying that he has talent. He belongs in, in the UFC. There's no way that he doesn't. If anything, he, you could just call him a future like heavyweight belt or champion of the world. That's fine. Um, but he, he, I think he belongs in the UFC. The UFC just has to give him a little, a little, uh, like a little, not a gimme fight, but something a little, a fight he should win, I think would be fair to him. Um, and, and I think Krylov is the way to go. But that's going to do it for our UFC Vegas 25 coverage. Rolling on into the next topic, um, before we get into Ngano's next fight and UFC Vegas 26 predictions, um, so one of our fan suggestions for this week, something we've been seeing going around and want to take part of, is our welterweight Mount Rushmore. Uh, now, this division is getting a lot more interesting with Komaru Usman's recent set, uh, um, stint of success. And he is just doing some crazy things, rivaling, rivaling GSP's dominance of that division. So, Blake, let's go through it. Our welterweight, Mount Rushmore. Would you like to kick it off, my friend? Yeah, I mean, we pretty much have the same names. I so. think so, three of the four, at least. And, and I got to yeah. say, this like last name was a really tough choice between these two fighters uh, for, for both of us. Yeah, so for me, I mean... It goes without saying, GSP is obviously going to be number one. Nine tall defenses. <laughs> probably the GOAT right now. Yeah. Um, Kamaru Usman, he's had a steady rise. He's mm-hmm. got four tile defenses now. Um, he's And he looks like he's just getting better and better. So I think you got to put him up there now. Uh, of course, Matt Hughes, he was another guy that kind of, you know, got this sport started a little bit, in mm-hmm. the, at least in the UFC. Um, and then my last one who I was trying to decide between was Tyron Woodley and Robbie Lawler. Yeah. The only reason I went with Robbie Lawler is just because there's just specific fights that come to mind with Lawler that Mm -hmm. like, that like that made me the UFC fan that I am today. That's fair. There's specifically the Rory McDonald fight. I think it was the second one. The second one where both of their noses were flat to their face. (laughs) And like Rory McDonald was like literally almost dead in the octagon. Yeah. Like, the Robbie Lillard fight, was he was missing a big old chunk of his lip yeah. too. Oh, he looked like Voldemort, dude. It was <laughs> but yeah, I mean Robbie Lawler. I mean, and he was a great champion in his own yeah. right too. Uh, don't think he had as many title defenses as like no. Woodley. 
but but I mean, still, he was just in some phenomenal wars, and I also love the route that his career took. You know, because mm-hmm. he he wasn't always he wasn't winning every fight. He would have a setback here and there, and he would come back and he would rise to the cream of the crop again, like he should be. Mm-hmm. And then you know he he ended up you know get, touching that gold. So I, I really think that he uh, I don't know, man, just brought a different level of intensity, uh, excitement. You know, just that silent killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he just he just sticks out in my mind. That's fair. Uh, GSP always going to be on the list like this. Uh, I mean, going twenty six and two, and the only two losses he had. A uh, thing that makes him um, kind of differentiates him from any other champion and any, almost any other UFC or MMA fighter of all time. As he he's currently the MMA goat. Um, is that he, those two losses? He avenged both of them and, and beat the brakes off of both people that that he lost to in the first time so that's something that a lot of fighters can't do that's what the greats do they they go out they lose and they beat him again or they and then gsp too he was beating guys two times almost each like the top contenders he's beating them twice because he was just that damn good and there's no one else for him to fight which is crazy um the other guy is going to be kamar usman just because i think he's right there uh, just about there on GSP level, and depending on his next title defense, whether it's, I guess it's going to be Colby Covington, if he can knock him out, I will be, I already pretty much said that Usman is the best welterweight of all time. If he, he's a win, another knockout win would solidify him, I believe. Uh, third one would be Matt Hughes, just because, I mean, dude, he fought some killers, he had five title defenses, and he was 45-9. and nine. That guy was everything. Um, and he was in that same kind of era as GSP, and he was just a lot of fun to watch. But for me, it was between Tyron Woodley and Robbie Lawler. And I would like to throw a, a um, I guess, a uh, on, uh, honorable mention, uh, we'll call it Blake, to Carlos Condit. Uh, I, I believe he deserves to at least be in the conversation for this. But it, for me, it went to Tyron Woodley, mostly for his title defenses uh, for them. I Those feel like forever ago at this point, especially with the Tyron Woodley that we've seen of late. But a lot of people forget that this guy was a really freaking scary boxer. And he was a tough night in the office for anyone in the UFC welterweight division. So I believe he's still deserving of that spot. Man, why can't we bring back the old Tyron Woodley? Why can't people remember how Tyron Woodley used to be? Because, I mean, even when he was champ, dude, he was ruffling people's feathers. Like, <laughs> the Stephen Thompson fights. Um, There was, yeah. The, he just, I don't know, man. I think he could have went about his reign a little differently. He got mm-hmm. in a little too many, I think, out. He looked outside noise coming a little too much. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, the Darren Till win was impressive. Um, You know, when he, when he finally did beat Wonder Boy... Uh, the second time, because I think the first one was a draw, if I, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, or yeah. like a majority draw or something. Um, so yeah, I mean, he just he had he had very impressive performances coming up, but then it was like he kind of became a little gun shot when he was mm-hmm. champion. Like I think Darren Till was probably his most convincing. I I would need to check it, um, but I I want to say Darren Till was probably his most convincing win as a champion. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair to say. Uh, but there we go. Those are Mount Rushmore's for the welterweight division. We'd love to hear what you guys have. So, um, like, what you think for the the yeah, like, dude, doing, like, I'm uh, sorry to cut you off. But yeah, of course. Robbie Lawler KO is how he wins, right? Yeah. And then this is this is what how it goes down after majority draw. Stephen Thompson, m- majority decision win against Stephen Thompson. So still mm-hmm. a very close fight. I yeah. know he dropped him in that fight though. Yeah. Um, Damian Maya decision unanimous. And then a Darce choke submission of Darren Till. Like, that's not super flashy. That's not – no one's going to remember that for the most part. That's fair. Uh, I just don't like the, the – I guess I, – I did. I mean, I definitely took it. Compare the, that the, to – compare that to Robbie like, Lawler, dude. Yeah. Like, if we just go down his fights when he was champ. He, so, he had two defenses. If we're uh, talking about the blood that came out in those fights. Oh, yeah, boy. like TKO against Rory McDonald and a split decision against Carlos Condit. Those mm-hmm. were both insane fights. Yeah insane and uh and then he gets KO'd by by Woodley yeah so uh the debate's there the debate's definitely there um just let us know what you guys think of what your welterweight Mount Rushmore looks like um and then before we get into our coverage of UC Vegas 26 and Blake's bankers for that uh just one some news has come out about uh, Francis Ngannou and 
what his next fight is going to be. This happened late last week. As the reports are saying, that's going to be Derek Lewis. The Let's just call it the first fight between these two guys. Um, yeah, yeah. They have not fought before. Um, didn't happen. This is not a rematch, Blake. It's just the first time we've ever seen these two guys in the cage together. Um, they're saying that this fight is looking to probably late August. Or, or not late August, but later in summer in August. But there's some weird things going on because um, John Jones, he's moved away from his management team as they reportedly botched the negotiation for the Francis Ngannou fight. I don't know if you could put the, the, the blame on them. John Jones was the one asking for $30 million, So uh, I, I guess uh, you, let's see what your opinion is on that one. But he's moving to a new management team. But the reports are saying, Lewis... But And then the other thing is here is that what's kind of giving me pause on this is that boxer Tyson Fury called out Francis Ngannou to meet in the ring. Uh, and then when Ngannou um, responded to Tyson Fury's call out, he said, after I'm finished with John Jones, then I'll go, into, go fight you in the boxing match. Is, are we still getting John Jones? Like, are we getting John Jones? Are we getting Derek Lewis? I have no idea. Reports are saying one thing. The champion itself is saying another thing. What should we believe? I don't know, man. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough to say on this one. Yeah. Uh, I think the easy the, the easy scenario is Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. The one the scenario that everyone wants is John Jones. And you so included? I think, yes, I think the UFC. Uh, I think it's their job to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I, and it's also John Jones's. You know, he's he's going to have to come to somewhat of a compromise, right? It's not. No one's. Neither side is going to get exactly what they want out of this deal. They're going to have to come to some middle ground and, you know, and decide, like, what's most important to me? What mm-hmm. am I willing to give a little bit on, you know? And uh, if they can if they can get together and get it done, maybe a new management team will help with that. I've heard Ali Ab- Abdelaziz getting mm-hmm. thrown around, which, I mean... That would be a lethal combo. <laughs> he gets deals done, dude. So, I mean, you can hate on him, call him, a, you know, whatever mean words you want to, but the <laughs> dude does get deals done. Well, the um, only problem with him as a manager, though, Blake, is who would be tweeting? Mm. I mean, John Jones speaks English. He'll probably let John Jones take care of it. <laughs> Imagine, because we know when John Jones gets on those Twitter rants, they're rapid fire. Imagine having two guys tweeting at the same time for one account. Dude, he sent like seven responses to Francis is like one tweet. Right? In the span of like three minutes. I was like, oh my god, dude. Dude, some Twitter fingers. I kind of right love there. it though. I love it. I, I like I like shit talking. So. Well, when you're hiding the uh, below an octagon from you saw that, you know what else you're going to do? You're going to get good typing, I guess. Yeah. You got some time. <laughs> got some time. Uh, do a little. Maybe the, maybe the crack makes you type faster. Who knows? Uh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Chill. Just dick pills. <laughs> like on, every dude. fighter ever that's uh, tested positive for tainted supplements. It's Just always that Blue Chew, bro. <laughs> Shout out Blue Chew, sponsor us. Sponsor us, Blue Chew. We'll uh, we'll never let you down on that one. We'll, we'll do an ad. We'll put some ad space in here for you. Hey, you know me, Ross is a sellout and. Um, I am proud of it. I like money. Thank you, guys. I, I really do appreciate all of you. Uh, and I might say it's sarcastic, but I genuinely am not. Uh, all you are the best and make my day uh, every day. But let's roll on into the last little bit of the show, Blake, with UFC Vegas 26. The main event of this card is still TBD versus TBD. Both unranked fighters and are making their debut to the UFC. Um, they're so new, they don't even have pictures yet for the website. No, of course. Uh, uh, man, this is a mess. Ever since that that uh, Sanhagen and Dillashaw fight fell through because MMA gods hate us. Or and Cerrone and Diego Sanchez yeah. fell out. Well, I, first off, I feel crazy bad. Crazy dramatic YouTube video. I feel really Cowboy bad for drops. Diego Sanchez, right? Right. He's like, if you guys are missing out, like he's moved to a new coaches. New coaches leeching off him, and it's kind of ruining his career. Yeah, he's. I don't know if if if, if anyone hasn't seen the videos yet, hmm. uh, you can go to Diego Sanchez. His uh, Instagram. I think he posted a couple IG videos with like the phone calls of uh, his coach Joshua Fabia trying to. Uh, gain access of all of his medical history mm-hmm. and just the way that he was talking i mean it 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 didn't, help their, it didn't help their case he yeah he has legitimately lost his mind yeah um so prayers up to diego hope hope he you know gets the help that he 
you know, kind of needs right now. I know the bounce back for Diego in this one, too. Um, knock out Jake Paul for all of us, please. I think Jake Paul knocks out Diego. Oh. In boxing, dude? Eh, for sure. Maybe. Yeah, let's just have a street fight. Let's just jump Jake Paul. Street fight, Diego. <laughs> for sure. Oh, for that'd sure. be tough. But at least, um, so right now, Watterson has signed for the main event. Uh, Rodriguez, for whatever reason, maybe logistically as well as point to, has not signed for the main event, so that fight is still not necessarily happening, which is a good thing because any card headlined by Michelle Watterson is a card that I probably don't want to watch, and you probably don't want to watch either. Uh, most recently is on Monday, Alex Morano, um, a guy that we interviewed late last year, so you should go check that one out um, over on the YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast from. We can go listen to that one. That was before he fought Anthony Pettis last year. Um, and he steps in on late notice to fight Donald Cerrone. And so I am on board with this fight. I do like the matchup. Um, it's a winnable fight for, for Cowboy, definitely. But it's Alex Morano is a good test. He's fought some, some good guys. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a solid fight. I, I really don't know what else to say about that. Just make that the main event, please. Uh, there's It's really not that hard. Donald Cerrone in the main event. He deserves it way more than Watterson ever has. Uh, but Blake, Blake's bangers on what's a pretty solid card, um, both on the prelims and the main card, even without this cancel main event. Yeah, no, I'm 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 still pretty excited for this card. I, mm-hmm. I uh, kind of forgot about it once that whole Corey Sandhagen and well, once the TJ Dillashaw news came well, out. I forgot then... how good this card was even without them. Yeah, and then the Cowboy news came out, and I was even more depressed. Mm-hmm. So. Or not the Cowboy, the Diego Sanchez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, so for this week, my bangers, we'll start from the bottom up. Yes, please. Uh, Amanda Hibas versus Angela Hill. The reason mm-hmm. I'm picking this fight is just purely because the volume that Angela Hill throws with mm-hmm. and the, uh, I guess you could say, the effectiveness of um, Amanda to find a finish mm-hmm. um, and also just win fights in general, even though she got TKO'd in her last fight against a very game opponent. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, I'm expecting this to be an entertaining fight. I don't think these girls are going to stall. I, don't, I think these girls are going to throw down. No, yeah. Um, next fight, Diego Fajeda versus Gregor Gillespie. Gillespie coming back after getting murdered by uh, Kevin Lee. So that's, for all those asking how Kevin Lee fits into this, that's how he does. There's your answer. Yep. We're going to see uh, We're gonna see if he can bounce back. We're going to see if Fajeda can, you know, bust his ass and keep climbing those ranks. It's going to be a good fight. I think these are two high-level guys. Hopefully, it doesn't turn into a grapple fest. I mean, if there's a couple, you know, exchanges, that's fine. But let's let's keep it a little interesting. Sorry, my casualness is coming out. <laughs> um, and then the final banger of the week for me, because uh, we don't – we're just kind of pretending like Cowboy and Murano are going to be the main event. Fingers so. crossed they're, they're the main event. It's what should happen. And it, plus, it's just like the easiest fight because I'm a Cowboy fan, so yeah. that would be the easiest well, fight. Well, Blake, play. you're a Cowboy fan. You're almost like 99.999% of anyone that watches MMA. Pretty much. <laughs> if you don't and, like Cowboy, I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, like if you don't like Cowboy, uh, Cowboy should drag you behind his horse. You know? <laughs> Beat you up and drag you behind his horse. Oh, that was such a good quote, man. It's too bad we're not getting that fight. <laughs> yeah, there was some heat with that one. But, uh, but yeah, final banger of the week, Neil Magny number uh nine right i want to say he's number nine yeah. versus number 10 jeff neal hands this of steel neal fight mm. yeah no that's that's a fun fight right there i mean jeff neal coming off of a loss against stephen thompson it was a good showing for him but thompson looked like he was still there's a reason thompson's up there in the top five and there's yeah. a reason that jeff neal isn't but it's not like jeff neal won't get there but these are two really savvy guys tough matchup. yeah i mean neal's last fight was against michael chiesa a guy that i guess he's gonna be fighting kamar usman for the belt <laughs> if you want mm, to if we'll you see want we'll to see if, we'll see if uncle dana lets that happen right uh i don't think it does but uh i think dan is pretty slow than colby covington but hey, i thought that was it's interesting. That was an Kobe, interesting Kobe headline for sure. Way more numbers than Kiesa. I mean, really, it's, really, Kiesa, like, man. Yeah, a obvious things he, right there. Jeez, Kiesa. The only thing that I can see going, and I saw a point made. Uh, I can't remember who made it on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, but they're just saying like that. I did agree. Like if you do, if you go the Kiesa route, at least that's another name to cross off the list. I like that. But I, I, I still I, think yeah. Colby is the right fight. Yeah, know? it's the right fight, and also it's. Any, just get a fight because I'm just waiting for Stephen Thompson to be Gilbert Burns so we can get Thompson versus Usman for the first time ever. 
That that's yeah, what I fun. want. That's exactly what I want. But I only probably but kiss what if it. Burns just sparks them, dude. You never know. Then I guess we get another rematch. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And then we do Kiesa then at that point. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I brought Kiesa is because Neil Magny's last fight was against Michael Kiesa um, on um, was it was a it was after, it was a year, Wednesday right? card. It was a Wednesday card at like ten o'clock in the morning my time. I forget which one of, which fight night it was, but I just remember being funky. I think it was the week of the McGregor and Dustin fight. Uh, it was Wednesday, January 20th. Yeah, so the the week of the Dustin Poirier uh, or Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor 2 fight. Um, so, and... How pumped up do you think Kiesa was waking up and reading that headline? I think... Imagine well, being Kiesa, bro. You're that's just, pretty good, you wake right? up, get your little cup of coffee, your cereal or something, yep. and the next thing you know, you're in all the headlines. You're like, yep. what? I haven't even fought since January. Wait, wait. I beat Neil Magny, and I'm going to fight for the belt. I beat the number nine guy, and now right. I'm going to fight for the title. Let's go. All right, this is great coffee, man. This coffee guy even better. <laughs> right? Am so, I still sleeping, or what's going on? Yeah, so so good for him uh, yeah, with that one. But Magny got fairly worked against Kiesa. It was a... It was a solid, solid win for Michael. Uh, but this is going to be a good fight between nine and ten guy. I think Jeff Neal has has what it takes to get it done, though. It's gonna be tough. It, shoot, it's you want to know what if anything, Blake. You I think know it just depends be. if Magny can uh, impose his cardio and his wrestling on him. Uh, mm-hmm. he, I think he'll kind of Michael Chiesa, Jeff Neal. But if Jeff Neal can trust in those hands of steel, he might be able to get that TKO. Who knows? Or just KO. Right. Uh, all I know is that, at the very least, Blake, is going to be a banger. Oh, yeah. Right. Easily. But that's going to do it for us on this most recent edition of UFC Talk. Of course, I've been your host, Ross Allen, alongside UFC correspondent Blake Campbell. This is 4th and Long Radio, and we are glad that you're on this crazy train and ride with us. Uh, but before we sign off for the week, just wanted to give a, th- a quick shout to our Patreon supporters. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want to just donate $1 a month, this will get you on to our very prestigious group of donors. I uh, want to give a shout out to our biggest donor, Ray Rodriguez, for all your card collecting needs. Go to Instagram and search and follow at the big back box today uh shout out to ryan watson and neil wiley and his youtube channel chosen problems blake one word or phrase about your feelings for ufc vegas 26 this is this is the one that's coming up this weekend yes because i always get it wrong i know you do it's okay i forgive you still Mm, this weekend um, one word about this weekend. One word or phrase. Uh, I'm trying to keep it positive. Can, can we be positive? Um, We're a positive show sometimes. Dude, I just hate. I hate this putting me on the spot. I'm so. <laughs> Why do you think I do it? It's funny. I think. Um. So for me, though, I'm I'm having trouble finding the word that I'm looking for, because basically, like, let me try and say. It say it right mm-hmm. and, yeah and you yeah can kind of tell me if there's one word okay okay um with the tj cancellation and the Corey sandhagen you know and then the mm-hmm. diego going out i was real bummed mm-hmm. but now i've seen the card and yep. i've seen the light and i think that we're gonna be very entertained cautiously optimistic that's good i like that and my i'll just keep in mind blake because you're a lot better than yours my thoughts about this corridor what'd you say I said they're better than you. No, no, you no. Your thoughts said, are terrible. Well, Blake, I'll give you my one, or, one word or phrase right now. It's always going to be better than yours because my feelings about UC Vegas 26 is to be determined. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week.